All right, so I'm gonna count it in in three, two, one. All right, what's up, everybody? I'm here with Rima Rafe, finally on my <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it's been a good minute that I've actually gone to shoot a podcast. I've been kind of busy. Um, on this podcast, I just kind of want you guys to actually see who she is as a person and also as a businesswoman. And of course, um, she's a really close friend of mine as far as like what I do um, when it comes to the real estate stuff. Um, I kind of want to go back and forth on how we met and then, of course, um, how our friendship has developed throughout the years or I, I'm going to say two years that we've known each other. So that's kind of where the premises of this po podcast is going to go for. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. So I'm going to leave it off to Rima just to give you a brief, I don't know, background bio on who she is. So go for it, Rima. Well, I'm Rima Rafe. I uh, work with Keller Williams. I'm a local realtor here. Uh, I've been in the business for since 2006. That makes it uh, 40, 14 years. I live in Santa Clarita, although my office is in Palmdale. I am a mother of three children and uh, an older child too, my husband. Uh, <laughs> I've been, I, like I said, I've been in Lancaster, Palmdale since 2006, 2007. Been practicing real estate ever since. I love what I do. Thank you, Irvin, for having me in your broadcast. <laughs> yeah. So as far as like, uh, if you can kind of give us a like a, a even smaller bio as far as like how you remember how we met. And then, of course, your experience as far as like when you first met me, if you can, just like as far as like, like uh, first impression. <laughs> first impression. You were quiet. <laughs> we didn't talk much. I'm still quiet. Uh, we, were, uh, we were kind of like introduced to another uh, party, uh -huh. Haria, at that time, mm -hmm. once she wanted me to do a testimonial for um, closing a deal together. Yeah. And that's when I met you. I felt uh, actually very comfortable shooting with you because uh, I was starting marketing myself at that time and I wasn't very comfortable in front of the camera. And uh, you made it very, very smooth and <laughs> fun. And I remember hiring you that day because I was looking for a photographer, yeah. videographer yeah. for my daughter's uh, yeah, for her graduation, yeah, engagement. slash engagement. Yeah, exactly. So we get that started. A week later or two weeks later, you shot the party. Yeah, the party. And uh, we became close. We yeah. did a lot of things, uh, fun activities together. Yeah, definitely. And we always have fun talking yeah. or shooting <laughs> or laughing or running yeah. and killing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as far as like what uh, the reason why I felt so close to you from the beginning, one, your personality. Um, I always felt that you're pretty genuine as a person. And then also your work ethic. I, I kind of felt the energy as far as like who you were. At first, I was I could honestly say I was pretty intimidated, not because of you, but because of the situation that I was brought in as far as like going into the office and then starting to do the videos for the realtors. Um, I didn't know what I was getting myself into as far as like into that business because I it was like my first time dealing with realtors, dealing with any type of uh, real estate business. So it was hard for me to actually direct anybody to say, oh, maybe if you say it this way, people will understand it. So maybe that's why I came off a little bit quiet. But as a person, I'm pretty quiet. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> yeah. So but after a while, like I, I felt pretty comfortable, like after I did your daughter's um, graduation and then I got to meet your daughters and then your son. And of course, I'm really good friends with your nephew, Rami. Um, I got I feel really close to the family, so it's a lot easier for me to like just approach everybody Thanks. you know as friends rather than as uh as a business which I, I feel which is a lot better for me as a person to like actually be able to put in my input like right. say oh instead of doing this type of video maybe you should do it this way because i saw that you do this and people are more able i was able to relate to you in that form so why aren't other people right. gonna see you in that way too so as far as like our relationship it just kind of grew um, through the videos, but then also through the activities that we do, which, like you said, the running. Mm -hmm. um, the first time I ran with you, <laughs> I, I honestly, I almost died. <laughs> I can honestly say I... I, I and you wanted to run with your camera. <laughs> and I ran with my GoPro. To document everything. And it's I like... ran with my GoPro. My expectations were pretty unrealistic as far as what I kind of had expected. 
as far as that, how that went is that we had a charity for Grace Resources. And they wanted a video and I'm like, oh, let me document it. And then I'll document you running as well. But of course, I've never trained for a marathon. <laughs> and it was December. I think the marathon's in March. Uh, yes. And then, of course, in December, I got sick. January, I got sick. So I couldn't really train. So as far as like what I thought and what my expectations were, I knew 26 miles was still 26 miles. But when I would speak to you, you were like, no, I walk most of the time. So in my head, I'm like, okay, I could walk too. <laughs> like, If this lady could walk 26 miles, I could walk. But of course, that day of the marathon, I no- actually realized what my walking is. Comparing to my walking. <laughs> to your walking. Your walking is not walking. <laughs> it's basically like some sort of marathon, Olympic. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. It actually hurts more than actual jogging because your, your kneecaps or my kneecaps, right. they feel more like they get... Um, I don't know. I, I felt they're just getting really tight, you know, because when you're jogging, you at least have that that small balance of like relaxing. But you're yeah. walking; it's it's always a stride. So I honestly felt it right away. Like I was like, "Yeah, this is not walk." Yeah, I remember like the eight or nine miles miles that yeah. you were kind of like struggling. Yeah, and of course I have bad knees too. So and of course the fact that I didn't train for it, yeah, didn't help either. But as far as like how our relationship grew, I feel like. I feel doing all of these, our relation group from that. Just it's not like just we're kind of business partners. We kind of enjoy each other's company and we do enjoy the activities that we do together. Yeah. Even we might not be in the same level as Uh, far as physical. Yeah. Because as you know, I work out a lot and I like (laughs) crazy stuff. (laughs) You put me to any crazy activities, I'm there. Yeah. But it just. I mean, we, we still enjoyed enjoyed the company and enjoyed yeah. kind of challenging each yeah. other, and we made fun, you know, yeah, exactly. we made fun with it and joked about it. Yeah, exactly. And we still do till now. Yeah, and I actually I love those memories as far as like people that I meet or have met in the past what three to two years that I've been doing officially full time video videography and photography. I've really gotten to know a couple people within that office, and then also without outside of the office that I, I could honestly say they became my friends but then like you I've done certain things and I'm like wow it's that that was very admirable you know seeing you do 26 miles or you even telling about your triathlon or the the bike race bike that, yeah. you know like when you when we first met I think that was one of our first videos and we 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 shot it but you also spoke about it and that, that for me it was it's almost like I, I look up to people like that like I, I really admire people that are saying, well, I might be a mother, I might be a wife, but I'm also a businesswoman and I'm also an athlete and I also like doing this, this, it's, it's almost like you, you're not, you're not giving up, not only on as yourself as a spouse, but also in life. Cause I feel like a lot of people could just get content mm-hmm. and then just settle like, oh, I'm married. Like, okay, I'm not going to do anything else. Right. For me, those people are basically, they're just, I don't know, they're just waking up and doing nothing right they're like it's boring like there's no goal to achieve and I don't I can't like when I see myself in my 40s I don't want to do that like I don't I can't see myself sitting and like oh I'm home and then dinner and then go to sleep and the same thing the next day it's, it's, it sounds yeah. I don't know it sounds horrible <laughs> I always tell people you rest when you die yeah and there's always there's so much life that we can live and people think that when they do like Things cost money. Mm-hmm. People, they think that anything they do for fun, it has to cost money. And this comes up a lot with a lot of people. It's like, I cannot do this because I don't have money. Or I cannot do this because I don't know, I don't have what you have. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember a lot of activities that I do doesn't involve too much money. And if you want to enjoy life and enjoy yourself, it's like, for me, I cannot sit still. I have to always find something to do. Whether I'm selling real estate or whether I am working out or going for a jog or going for a hike it always has to be something and that's i feel that's what keeps me alive and that's what keeps me wanna do more in life and wanna like motivate people to do more because life is too short like life you never know what happens like every single day especially this year like things happening on a regular basis and we only have one life to live and i want to live it to the fullest i want to like when i get old and sick and on my dying bed i just want to say i did it all 
Yeah. And that's how I uh, that's how I want my kids to to live yeah. life to the largest and yeah. enjoy every single moment in life and go out and do whatever your heart desires. Yeah. It's just don't be afraid, don't be fearful of anything yeah. because there's no reason for it. Yeah. Like when I did the bike ride, like it was on my bucket list and when I start training, I would had like the biggest nightmares that I was going to die on that freaking <laughs> ride. <laughs> Honestly, like I would I would have horror stories yeah and I fell so many times I have so many scars on my body but I was so determined to do it yeah. and I did it and it was the most rewarding and most amazing thing I've ever gone through yeah and I I decided to do it a second time and a third time yeah and now when I'm riding those roads I just cry I cry out of gratitude and yeah. out of kind of joy of life like how blessed I am to be physically able to do what I do and what yeah. I'm like doing it's just it's it's an amazing feeling and it's so hard to describe it to people yeah if you're not really living it and yeah. practicing it no I agree I, I think after the I think the second marathon we ran last year people were were now asking like hey why are you doing this you know honestly in the beginning it was just more of just because you asked <laughs> and because I wanted to do it and I I'm overzealous as far as like I just want to do stuff without thinking, you know, like I just want like, okay, whatever. I didn't train. Right. She said she was going to walk. I'll walk with her. <laughs> so that was my idea. But this, of course, the second time it was more, okay, I didn't like how I did a lot the year before. How to get better. I yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was more of an expectations or personal expectations. But then I also tell people it's, it, it humbles you, you know, like mm -hmm. you really, you really realize, you know, the worth of what water tastes like, you know, the worth of actually resting, you know, the worth of like not being on your phone. So I for me, that's kind of what I'm expecting as far as like if I do the marathon again, I, it really humbles me as far as like as a person, you know, like you realize that we have it so easy, you right. know, every day we yeah, we complain, we work a lot. And you know, we have personal conflicts with you know friends family but still like those conflicts are a lot smaller when we actually realize when we're like out in the what 16th mile and we we know we still have to do another 14 right you're like it they just go away they it doesn't matter you're just trying to put your your foot after the next foot and you're just trying to figure out like am i not gonna stop or am i gonna continue right. you know so I feel like that's where I'm at. And, and you doubt yourself. You doubt yourself in the process. Like when you see those miles, like you get to the 15th mile and oh shoot, I still have 11 and a half miles to go. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to get there? Yeah. But it's so amazing what your body can do and yeah. what your mind can do as yeah. well to get you where you yeah. need to be. Yeah. And the next day after a marathon, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> it feels like a train just hit you <laughs> for the first year. The first year that I did it, uh, I just I don't know how I even went and did a I, I don't I think I had an appointment the following day right and I remember that I had it was the most regretful because my whole body was just hurting and then of course I do the video and the photos and I'm squatting and then I'm trying to make sure that the camera's not moving or it's not shaky and of course my whole body is just not it's not, <laughs> it's maybe not there, I, it's not there. <laughs> so, so after that I was like no I'm not gonna put any appointments because I already know how it feels and I, I don't want to put my body in that much much restraint too because we do have to take care of our bodies even though if right. we're kind of doing that stuff but so like that was my my first experience as far as like doing something like that which I honestly I enjoyed a lot afterwards not during because during you're just like you're, right. I'm like I don't care who's yelling I don't care how many people are saying keep going I just want to finish I'm hungry and I'm thirsty <laughs> and I'm tired I, everything but else looking just back matter. makes you like proud like yeah, wow look, yeah. like I did it like one percent of the population yeah they yeah. ran a marathon so yeah so know. after a while like you you do go back and you start to think mm -hmm. about that stuff like yeah what did it mean to me what did it what did I accomplish and you know like you start to reflect which I honestly did reflect after the first one and I can honestly say I do want to do it again hopefully next year if we do have the marathon who knows if we are um but if we don't you know like it you know like we'll, we'll come up with something that yeah. you know that will challenge us as far as like in that aspect of like right. running or you know because actually that, it, we talked about that's, yeah let's do it even yeah. if we don't have the actual LA marathon let's, yeah uh, yeah I do want to do something um to challenge myself at least once a year you know because 26 miles on your feet well, we did five to six hours and 
you know, like you're just drinking water or eating oranges, right. you know, like your 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 body's not accustomed to that. We're not accustomed to that. Any, sure. you know, like, and that's what kind of brings me back to like being humbled. You know, like you know that the when you you're after the marathon, we go out to eat. Like that food tastes so delicious yeah. because we've we haven't eaten all right. day and we've been on our feet and we've not to running. mention that beer that cold beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i honestly i that's where i'm at when it comes to that that kind of achieve, achievements but that's where i feel like i relate to you more because i see where you're at in your life you know like being that you're a mother and then you have a family that you have to take care of too but then you're doing all this other stuff that is extra and it's very admirable and i think the one thing that i've asked i asked in the beginning when we first met is like what what drives you or what gives you that reason to actually wanting to even do stuff like that like what what's in your head right now like to say oh i'm going to go do a marathon or i'm going to go do another bike race it's just like i said it's the motivation and the just the feeling alive all the time feeling like when you do what because when any challenges you do in life that you haven't done before it gives you that feeling inside that's like it's it's t- tickles you know what yeah. i mean it's like i want to i want to do it am i going to be able to do it like i always like to challenge me i challenge myself to do more whether but, it's but does that come from state. like when you're younger i mean i came to this country when i was super young i was 15 uh-huh. and i like we came with nothing uh-huh. maybe it always gave me that drive to kind of like strive and uh-huh. survive and do more uh-huh. and provide more and be just doing every all the time doing yeah. what needs to be done to get to the, na- the next level so i'm not i just i'm not sure what it is it's just i i love challenges i love different activities i mean i kind of sad this year it's the coronavirus and everything everything yeah. shut down as far as races spartan races and everything that i'm doing but it just uh i always like to be doing something yeah. I just like I feel like sitting and doing nothing it's just a waste of time yeah I, I feel waste like... of time that we're never gonna gain back yeah do you see any of your kids kind of like having that same drive as like where you're at because I know uh, we, we're in different paths in our lives you know like certain things do cost money like if I if you would have spoken to me four years ago I would have basically said no to the marathon because I, I wouldn't have been able to afford that money you know, it does cost money to do run the marathon. a marathon. Yes. Um, and then, of course, the next thing is the bike racing. You know, like it costs money to have a bike, you know, and those are expensive bikes. Right. But you're putting in that effort to actually say, like, instead of going and eating out or going and going to the movies or buying luxurious this or luxurious that you're putting in it to like something to benefit you. So mm-hmm. as, as far as like when it comes to your kids, because that's kind of where I was at, um, do you see them? having that drive like like because i see it in on like some of them right now right um i mean some of them i mean as far as physical i'm not sure if any of them will be as crazy as i am honestly yeah because i keep pushing them too yeah. because i it i mean it will feel amazing if one of my kids will join me on yeah. any of these activities yeah. but as of now i haven't been <laughs> successful but i mean i see the drive in different areas like yeah being successful and being business people business-minded yeah. people and want to do more in life and yeah. want to get somewhere i see that but as far as as physical aspect yeah. of it i don't see them doing the crazy stuff yeah. that i do do you think they'll get into it later on in life when once they start to see that like oh maybe i should kind of do it because my body's changing and i should challenge it is it that maybe i mean i didn't start like i've always been active but uh-huh. as far as the crazy stuff uh-huh. and maybe because you know i'm now financially more able to do yeah the stuff that i wasn't able to do before and even with my with my kids now my kids are adults you know they don't need me as much as they needed me 10 years ago yeah. so now i have that leverage to kind of do those races the ones that they acquire traveling i can travel without having any the kids in at home so that that's that's different from the past that's why it's now i have that ability to kind of get get out there and travel and do the stuff that i like to do and be be away even for training like anytime you do these excessive activities you're gonna like whether you're training for marathon like some weekends you're gonna be running for two three hours a day bike like when i do like my cycling for training like every weekend i'm out on the road doing 
yeah. miles and miles and miles to get what I need to be. Yeah. So that if you have little kids and infants and toddlers, that probably is not too much of a good idea for a mom. <laughs> and I totally get it. Yeah. So maybe later on life when they kind of like settle and yeah they have they're their, bored like maybe they'll <laughs> not yeah. that i'm bored <laughs> i don't want to be bored <laughs> but they probably i don't know but right now i don't see it yeah no i i, I get it because i think the the first thing that i i did ask you if there was anybody else in your family that was doing exactly what you were doing exactly like you're like always striving for something as far as like mental or or you're you're always asking me about the media stuff too so i feel like you're always wanting to learn new things even if it's not in your category of business but you're at least asking the questions where i'm always then curious yeah you're yeah the curiosity of like wanting to at least know the basics you know like and i feel like it's it's something that i see in only some people not mm -hmm. all the people but what i've also noticed is that it's always the people that are successful that are asking certain questions the people that i feel like are just kind of like lingering and just like living their life day to day are the people that are kind of stuck, but then they're also complaining, you know, right. like they're the complainers. They're like, they're not asking the questions. They're just complaining about why this or why this to me and blah, blah, blah. Um, but that it's, uh, and I feel like with the, one of my biggest reasons why I wanted you on the podcast too, is because I have a lot of friends that are, are around my age and I have a lot of female friends too. And I kind of want them at least to hear it from someone that or it's, that, that it's basically in a, in a position in life where she did do the family, you know, and she did, she is now doing the business, you know, and now she's trying to achieve more than just business. You know, she's, you're, I feel like you're almost like a, a grounded based in your life now, like where you, you figure it out. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like you, you were, you, you raised your kids and then you, 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 like you said, you, you didn't have the time or you didn't have the leverage to say like, okay, well, I want to go do this, but you have the responsibilities of like right. you have to take care of your kids. And I feel like a lot of people are just like in the position where like they have this fantasy of what life is like, oh, I'm going to have a family. But they don't realize that when you have a family, you, your your own personal life, as far as like your own like small goals that you had to that you wanted to achieve, they kind of they're not the same. The timeline is almost like you have to take a step back and realize like, OK, I have this little person that I need to take care of now sure. and it's the person that I need to like make sure that they grow up not just like feeding them but you're actually like um, teaching them you know like to be a good person you know right. um, and that's something that I, I, I want people to hear not from me because I don't have kids from <laughs> you because you have kids and like I said you're always achieving and you're always telling me that you're gonna go here to this seminar and you're gonna go there to, and it's almost like you're always wanting to learn. And even the people that I've met that are in the same business that you are, they're always asking certain questions, but they're not actually applying those questions to their mm -hmm. life. You know, they're not actually spending the money to actually say, I'm going to go spend this money to, so I could go learn. They're just, oh, why does it cost this much? And nothing gets done. Right. You know, so I feel like that's it's something that I, I feel like you have that I would want not old like the younger guys or the younger girls but also like maybe people around your age too to like kind of like like hey yeah it you could do it you know it doesn't happen overnight you know like it, it's like people think that what i do is for fun and they don't take it seriously people think that real estate is easy it's easy to get the real estate license but it's not easy to become a successful real estate right. agent so it's one of those things like I, it's like a conversation that it's it's good to have mm -hmm. so that people could actually realize that every time that you go do a house, it's not, oh, I'm going to put my sign. Now I'm going to sell it. No, there's a process. You know, you went and talked to your client, made sure that you signed the listing agreement. And then you're then talking about the marketing. Then you're talking about this and you're pricing. Yeah, the pricing. Then you're going to go show it and all this stuff. So it's like it's I know that the process is it's not what people People only want to see on the outside. They don't yeah. see what's inside with every with everything in life. Like people, they want they see successful person. They see them now. Yeah. They don't see like that. You said the story behind it and yeah. what the timing and what went, you know, from that point to that point to get what they are today. And you know me, I'm a very family person. I mean, my kids mean everything to me. 
And when they were younger, like I choose to stay kind of partially home because I wanted to be with my kids. Mm -hmm. I wanted to, I didn't wanna, I didn't trust babysitters. Um, my, unfortunately, my mom is not close to me. Mm -hmm. She's across the country mm -hmm. and I did not have any leverage or any help. So I raised all three of my kids, mostly, you know, between my, me and my husband and my husband was working all the time. So I didn't have that leverage to for a babysitter or, you know, I go to the mall, they come to the mall with me. I go to fix my hair, they come to fix my hair with me. So it took, it took a lot of time to get what I am today. And I did not get my license to become real estate agent till later on in life uh, when I was, I don't know, I'm not gonna do the math now. I don't remember how old I was, but it was 14 years ago. So it's just like, it's the steps, yeah. everything in timing, like whatever you wanna do in life, like set a goal and make sure you reach that goal in the right time. Mm -hmm. Don't jump because life is gonna give you setbacks. Life is not perfect. And if you set a goal, you might have to stretch that goal for another year or mm -hmm. two years, just like everything else. As long as you have that vision to get there, that's what you need to focus on. So for me, like when my kids, like they were an age that they did not need as much of me anymore as, as they used to, like, they were all in school, like they get out of school two, three o'clock. So I had that half of the day, most of the day to do the things that I do. That's when I actually start studying for my real estate license and decided to become a real estate agent. So when that happens, like two years in, I had college kids and now they, they need less of me. Mm. So it was kind of a steps to get what I am today. Mm -hmm. And with, with real estate, like now, of course, all my kids are adults and I still love to spend a lot of time with them and I still do, but it's just, you have to kind of see where you're at and go from there day by day, year by year, because you're not, you're not gonna, it's not microwave. You yeah. have, you have to give yourself the time. You have to forgive yourself if you don't reach that timeline and just keep pushing, keep pushing all the time. Yeah. And as far as like your, the start of real estate, what, what were your thoughts like as far as like becoming a real estate agent in the beginning? Like, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of anybody say like when they were younger, oh, I want to be a real estate agent when I grow up. Well, real estate was never in my in your thoughts, mind. Yeah. my mind. Two, one. Sorry about that. Uh, so one of our lights went off. So <laughs> back to the topic as far as like how you, or your thoughts about becoming a real estate agent. Um, the continuation of yeah that. so it never crossed my mind to be a real estate agent i was doing medical billing and collection uh, at doctor's office and it was a kind of a, like a desk job and i hate desk jobs and i'm not like i cannot sit for eight nine hours a day just on my desk and i was frustrated with the whole thing but i was doing it for the income and one day actually i was talking to haria how i'm not happy where i am and she's like, why don't you go and get your real estate license? And I'm like, real estate? I don't see myself being a real estate agent. She's like, you know what? Go get your license. And if you don't like it, you don't have to practice. You know, it's not gonna hurt to, yeah. get, to have your license under your belt. So that's exactly what I did. And at that time when I was uh, studying for my license and when I got my license, things were kind of like not easy, but people were selling real estate, real estate agents were selling left and right, whether you were experienced, non-experienced, like the market was so hot at that time that mm -hmm. real estate was just going and people were making money. I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna get my license and I'm gonna make lots of money. But that wasn't the case because when I got in, market crashed mm. and it was kind of like, everything was turned upside down for mm. a lot of real estate agents and for a lot of sellers too because my property dropped big time. And I was doubting myself if I did that, I think had, you know, leaving my job mm -hmm. and being now real estate with nothing to sell at that time, <laughs> basically, because that when the uh, foreclosure started yeah. and the short sale started, so it was totally different ball game. Uh, but I stuck it out and uh, I actually, it's who, every time you start in life, you have somebody to get you there. And I always believe in that. And nobody should ever forget who helped you, who landed your hand to be where you are today. Because um, 
and I hope he hears this podcast. I started actually with a gentleman named Harold Hobson. Mm-hmm. Um, one time I got my license, I got into the office and I was so kind of lost. Just like a, when you send your kid to uh, first day of kindergarten uh-huh. and they kind of cry yeah. <laughs> and they're lost, they want their mommy. Yeah. This is exactly like that feeling, like yeah. going to the office, like you don't know what to do, like everything is new to you, all new faces. And like I said, there's this gentleman, he's like, how can I help you? And I said, I just got my license. I, like, I'm lost. I basically told him I'm lost. Like, I have no idea what, what to do and what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, don't worry. He put, pulled the chair and you know the cubicles in our office, yeah. how they look like. Yeah. And he's like, sit next to me. And that moment kind of like where my real estate career started, I would mm. say, not when I got my license because if it wasn't for him, I would have probably packed my bags and just left home and got a job. Uh, but he was, I think, three, four years into um, the business. Uh-huh. Uh, he knew what he was doing. He was doing some business. Uh, we ended up actually partnering up together for um, three, four years. Uh-huh. Um, not sure where he's at now. Things uh, did not continue. Uh-huh. Uh, but I owe it to him because he was a big uh, impact on my business and for who I am today. Yeah. And I always tell people, don't ever forget who yeah. helped you. Yeah, and as far as like that, that uh, process, as far as like your, that action, as far as like what he took, because every time I go to your office or every time that I don't see you for maybe a couple weeks and then I go back to that office, there's a new face. Being that he helped you, is that where you think you're kind of going off of like, because I always see you helping other people too, as far as like coming, bringing into the team and then helping them grow, you know, as a, either as an agent or a part of the group in some way. Do you, do you feel like that's where you got it from as far as like? Of course, yeah, like I said, I mean, we like, we all need help. Like baby, like you need to guide them how, where to go and what to do when they are newborn and when they're toddlers. And with any business, like I'm sure for you too, like when you started, like, you didn't know what you were doing. Mm-hmm. You don't know as much as you do today. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what happened with you and how you started. But I mean, I like I started with someone and I cannot take that away from him. And I want like people to for, to always remember, like if somebody helped you somehow, some way and made a difference in your life, don't ever take that for granted. Yeah. No matter where they are in life right now, yeah. even and no matter what happened, during that journey, just remember that person that was there for you and lent you a hand at one point. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree. Um, me personally, I, I kind of did it by myself, but I, I it was a lot different for me. It was more for fun. I, I did this for fun, so their expectations weren't as as, ex- as like as like you. You had a family to feed, and you had you know you had to bring in that income. Me, I was like, ah, oh, just doing it for fun. Uh, I'm gonna go take pictures of my friends. I was in the band, take pictures of the band. If the pictures were blurry, if the <laughs> pictures looked gross, it didn't matter. <laughs> it didn't. I was learning though, like, but the it was a different process. So I didn't really need someone to actually say, hey, you're doing this wrong or you're doing that wrong. Now I do have friends now that I reach out to. That um, it's not more of a, they're teaching me. It's almost of a conversation that we have together. And then ask them like, hey, why do you do this? Is it an easier way or is that is it because it's an easier process, either uh, shooting or doing the editing process? But it's it's more of that conversation. So I'm pretty sure you, uh, you as a realtor have other realtors that come to you. And- yeah, it's, it's who you surround yourself with too. Like if you want to grow like now, like, yeah, I help a lot of people. But like you said, I mean, now you just kind of ask your colleague and some people that who you like their work or you're impressed by their work, like what they're doing mm. and how they're doing it. And same thing with us as realtor. And I think with any business, like if you want to grow and you want to be better, you have to surround yourself actually with better people, you know, people who's going to like take you to a higher level in mm-hmm. life. And, you know, don't be scared of that because that's that's what you need to get, you know, get to where you want to be and grow in life with anything you do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the first when we first met too, and I was gonna do um, Amanda's uh, graduation, mm-hmm. um, and this is where I feel like we I felt comfortable with you because you started to open up as far as like you as a person, as far as like how stressed you were, 
in that that time because you were working a lot you had you had family coming over and then you had amanda's graduation and you're trying to surprise her with me doing the videography photography so you're scheduling everything and then you were telling me how stressed you were because you had your clients calling you and then you're trying to take care of business and you're trying to take care of the venue you're trying to take care of the the dj or you're basically taking care of everybody and then i remember you were telling me i honestly just wanted to stay in my room and not go anywhere you know (laughs) so i felt like because you were so genuine as far as like you opened up that way i felt like wow this like uh, and there goes that light again. <laughs> One. All right. Sorry about that. The light went off again. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay. We're talking about how I felt you were more of a person because you opened up as, like as a person when we first met, as far as like you actually saying how stressed you were and how overwhelmed you were. And as far as what you, what you said in the beginning, you, people only see the highlighted points as far as like successful people. They only see, um, the money they only see the items they only see the trips they only see like the high the montage of a happy person as far as like being successful but they don't see the stress and that's kind of where i felt that i i i kind of like connected because of that and um but yeah i I remember you're just kind of like it was too much you know like you had family yeah, this, yeah, that. And then I'm like, wow, this lady actually, she, she, <laughs> she does it. She does it. She actually does stuff. <laughs> you know, she actually has a soul. <laughs> yeah. And I, I feel like that's very important that people actually recognize too, like uh, as far as like as a person, um, a lot of people see successful people as just being successful. You know, like you hear people like saying, oh, I wake up at four in the morning and I'm like, man, I could barely wake up at six. But how did they get to that four? You know, they, it, it wasn't, you know, like step stepping process you know like me i still have a hard time waking up at six and even i have friends that wake up at nine i have a hard time sleeping just till six <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? yeah <laughs> they, they fall asleep at six um but it's it's one of those things like you just have to force yourself you know like I, I i my friends think that i do so much and they don't understand how i do it but it's almost like it, they they think it's easy that i just wake up and i have all this energy and i'm just right in my head i'm like okay i'm gonna achieve this and i'm gonna achieve that no it's just like i I baby steps you know like i i started waking up early because i knew i had more work and i don't want to go to sleep going to work you know like i don't want to go to sleep at 11 or 12 o'clock so i know i have to start waking up earlier so i can start working earlier and that way i could have more free time around nine o'clock or ten o'clock and then just kind of gradually let my my mind just settle because i do have a hard time falling asleep Mm -hmm. to begin with and then going to sleep at 12 working the last thing and like I can't I'm, I'm gonna go to sleep at 2 in the morning because I'm gonna overly process everything right yeah but yeah I, I feel like it's very important that people understand that though like as far as like not only for me as a creative but also as a business you know yeah like, what you guys go through and so like I mean something has to give like if you really want to take care of your body take care of your health and want to work out yeah you cannot sleep till 6 7 and start work at 10 11 o'clock it's you gotta get up early. You gotta do what you have to do. And for me, it's it's kind of my working out becomes a habit. It became a habit through my life. Like I have to have that in. I it's part of my life. Just like eating and sleeping, I have to work out in the morning. So mm-hmm. I have to get up super early to get that done because I don't work out and I it has to be done in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. and it's a sacrifice. Like yeah, I if I can choose to sleep those two hours in the morning and get some extra sleep. But I choose not to. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Everybody, every one of us has a choice in life. And what's your choices gonna be? Your choices to sleep in. Probably you're not gonna have, get the body that you want, or mm-hmm. you're not gonna have the business that you are dreaming for. Mm-hmm. So it's it's choice that we make every single day. Yeah. yeah, and I think the the one thing that I I spoke to Burika, the he's actually the owner of the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, before I got here, I well I had a listing to do in the morning. And then I had to do the, I had to send out the the Matterport and the listings of yesterday and then check up on all that stuff. And then I had people just texting me left and right, making appointments. And then every time I had, I was doing one thing, someone else would want something else. And my brain just kept going back and forth. And I was basically just everywhere. It was just getting clustered and my, I actually felt really tired where I knew that I had maybe 10 minutes to just like relax for yeah so i basically had i have a therapy roller for my back so i just put Mm -hmm. on the on the on my floor and i just roll it on my back i'm not even playing 
I didn't know how tired I was. I fell asleep for 10 minutes. For 10 <laughs> I minutes, I, I closed my eyes and I, I am not a napper. I can't nap. Like it's not, I, my brain just doesn't turn off that quick. But because I feel like I wasn't thinking about napping, I was just thinking I'm gonna roll my back because I've been sitting like this on my computer for a good minute. Um, I just laid on my floor, I closed my eyes. Next thing I know, I opened my eyes, looked at my watch, 10 minutes passed by. And I honestly, I felt so good. I'm like, wow, I needed those 10 minutes, but I didn't realize how tired I was, you know? And then I'm here. And then that's kind of one, the one thing that I want people to realize it's, it's a process so like yes. you just have to keep going. Like, yes, I am tired, but we're doing this, you know? Right. Like, yes, I know you have stuff to do, but you're here, you know? And I, I think those are the, the sacrifices that people don't realize and people don't want to give into. They're like, oh, I would rather go home and watch this episode of whatever. Right. Or I would rather just go home and chill. That's fine, but don't tell me that you don't have this or you don't have that. Or you, you know, don't have the time for this or that. Yeah, because, exactly. Because you do have a time. You you have the same amount of time and hours that I do and that you do. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm a creative becoming a business. And for me in the beginning, it was hard for me to recognize that. Just because what was the one thing that I... I, I remember I would tell you, I don't like money. You know, Not that I don't like money because I don't like uh, spending the money. But I just didn't like the fact that my craft or my hobby was becoming a business and that was going to become an actual work mm -hmm. that that was my fear as far as like where I was at but now that I'm actually leveraging and learning from what you guys do as realtors like you leverage your work to Vic or you leverage your stuff to Danny or your other assistants that's where I start to notice like okay she could still do what she wants to do and just she just needs to organize it and manage it right you know and i, I feel like that's something that but again it's like going back you have to get yourself to that point mm -hmm. it's not microwavable it's it's just baby steps to get where you need to be you put the extra work at the beginning you stayed up so late like you sacrificed so much to be where you at today to have to create that leverage for yourself and your business it does not have people but they need to realize it does not happen overnight yeah it's the steps that you have to take and you have to pay the price at the beginning to get what you need to be yeah and i feel like a lot of creatives don't understand that yet they're just in the they're still in the fantasy of just i have a camera or i have a computer and this is for fun and i should be getting paid two thousand dollars for one project no it doesn't work that way and yeah. you know you have to do a million projects to get that amount of money that you're worth for that one project who who are you what's your name what's your brand nobody knows you know you have to basically understand that your name has to become your brand your brand has to become something i always tell people now that i work with that i actually people that i don't work with if you haven't worked with me it's probably because you haven't done anything you know it's it's almost like you have to get to know me for me to actually recognize you as, as far as a business now because if you haven't done anything or actually i had a friend that told me she's i'm not i'm not even gonna sell what she's selling because it's like, I don't want to out her out, but she's trying to sell me something. And she told me what her, I don't know what her, her boss or I don't know what, who he is. She told me he's worth a hundred thousand dollars a month. First of all, don't talk to me about money. It's a turnoff. If right. you, if you start talking to me about money, about how much this person makes, how much I don't care. Right. I honestly, I would care less if you drive a Bentley or if you drive a Toyota. Um, so she told me, well, this is what he's worth, but then she sends me something as far as the marketing to, to get me to buy what they're selling. It was terrible. And then when, like, the fact that she told me how much money he's worth and then what they the presented me as far as, like, their, like, not even the product. It was more of the marketing video. Mm. If you make that much money and then you're leveraging and you're giving me this like it's not gonna work you're you're my you're you already sold you're already like basically you failed you know right. like you you did the bare minimum for yourself you know maybe she was going a little higher than you know like just you know people do like money so if they hear how much money this person makes it's almost like a oh yeah i should really listen but for me it's the opposite um i honestly feel like if you're gonna make that much money and you're putting the bare minimum to your product no one's going to ever listen. Of, of course. Some people are going to listen, but it's going to be very weak at the end of the day. You know, it's like it, it's going to be uh, momentarily, you know, it's just going to be a moment that happened that you got certain people that got excited because you told them about 
this celebrity, that celebrity, right. or you heard this name, that name, and you heard that he makes this much money, but at the end of the day, the product is what? It's yes. useless. It's a short-time success. It's a very short-time success. Like, maybe they, like you said, they love the idea of the dollar sign behind it, but the actual thing was not the real thing. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, money is great. We all want to make money. We all want to make a living. We all have family that we need to raise and provide. But it's just any in anything in life, you have to come from place of contribution, and money will come. Like I, I never like checked how much money I'm gonna make on a certain deal. It's like how can I get it done, and what can I provide my clients? That's all what's on my mind. Am I am I gonna I'm gonna get paid at the end of the transaction? There's so many times that we we probably not didn't make much because we had to save something during transaction and it needed to be done so there was a choice like losing that property for a client or not making as much as we thought we we're gonna make mm -hmm. and what choices you're gonna make and if you don't get it from this transaction or this person like it's a karma you're gonna get it from different people different sources so always in anything you do in life just come from place of contribution because that's gonna win you in the long run. I don't, money's great, but yeah. I mean, as you see me, I mean, I dress nice, but I don't have <laughs> brand names, honestly. And I don't, I don't like to say, hey, I'm, I'm wearing a Gucci watch or whatever shoes. Yeah. I just, it's not me. I, yeah. I don't like name brand. I see something on sale, I buy it. <laughs> it fits good. That's all what I need. <laughs> and if you can tell you, you're copying my style of colors yeah, both today. wearing oranges today. <laughs> have an orange wall <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i agree i i and that's one of those things that i do admire about you too you're you're a very humbled person and i've met your family they're really humble too even your kids um and that's something that i've always kind of like look look forward to like as far as like i see where you you guys are at i think uh it was a couple days ago i'm gonna say or a week ago you asked me where do you see yourself in five years but i didn't even answer the question because it got interrupted by someone else but honestly like in five years if anything I would really like to be your neighbor. Like the position that you're at, I want to be, okay, yeah. I live next to Rima, you know? I'm like, if you have a party, you better invite your neighbor, Irvin, because that's, that's, it's going to be rude. If I hear music and I'm not, in, and I'm not there. It's, we throw um, good parties. <laughs> yeah, so that's where I'm going to be at. In five years, I'm, I have to be either close by or at least next door or in front of you, uh, you know? That warms my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I honestly, like, I feel like my success as far as, like, where I'm at right now, it's still building and growing, and I'm, I'm trying to grow it where I'm trying to help out my friends, too, and I, I, I do get it from you, too. Like, I see how much you help your, your nephew, Danny, or you help Vic out, like, as far as, like, communication-wise or as far as, like, what what they could do to leverage themselves to be themselves uh, and grow themselves as a realtor or as a business you know so that's what i'm trying to do with my my team you know like because but it's influential you know like mm -hmm. i get it from people like you you know like i see like like i said the first marathon my expectations were unrealistic <laughs> you know but i finished right you know like that that was at the end of the day we got it done you know and that's kind of where i'm i'm in my life that's where i'm striving for I'm like i don't care how slow i'm just going i'm just gonna keep going you know like no matter how tired or no matter how um stressful the situation could be or become like uh, okay let's just let's see what we could do to get it done and that's it right that, that's where i'm at now but that's because i've i've seen it and i've kind of noticed what you guys do and it's like i said you guys ask the right questions you guys never a complaint about this and that you guys are like okay how could we fix it and that's how we're gonna fix it you know it's never oh because this person has this person or that person has that person or because they grew up with this or they grew up with that that's why they're where they're at no 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 no. it's it's nothing like that it's almost it's always like I said it's the questions that you guys ask what would do we need to do what do we need to do to grow what do we need to market ourselves better what you know it's the Simple questions, but the right questions. Right. And I, I always feel like it's something that I've always, um, I'm kind of like getting stuck in my head now. Like every time I hear you guys talk, every time I hear you guys do something new, I'm like, they're adapting. They're growing, not with what they have or what they're used to, because I do notice a lot of realtors that I've worked with in the past, they've always kind of 
giving me the runaround. Why do you charge so much? Why do I need to pay you this? Or why do you spend so much time at a house? Because they're coming from, I was doing it for my cell phone. You know, like they did it from the cell phone. So that's kind of what they're expecting. But they're also expecting Hollywood from me, you know, (laughs) at a price that this is not real, real, realistic, you know. So as far as like, when it comes down, what you said, as far as like always showing gratitude to people, as far as like who has kind of either giving you advice or who has given you some sort of leverage it you're one of those people for me you know and i I feel like everybody knows that already like when i i think i had i've gotten text messages from other realtors saying oh you're rima's boy you know and i told you too i'm like hey i've gotten a text i'm I'm, allegedly i'm i'm not rima's boy and i i feel like uh um certain people do get jealous as far as like why i hang out with you a lot but it's because we have a friendship that's what it is it's not because i prefer you over someone else it's because when i started you were there you know if i would have started with someone else and they were just as nice it could have been that i would have gone and did the same thing you know like became friends um but as far as right now in my life and in your life right now like i feel like we were so connected as far as like uh we're in sync as far as like what do we need to do to keep growing and i feel like because of that i'm always going and asking you questions as far as like in the market and what you guys are doing but yeah like i I honestly like i like i said you're one of the number one top people in my like category of people that i have okay who could i look up to okay there's (laughs) rima and then there's everyone else yeah well you know for me it just Anybody who I associate with in business, like some people, they look, for example, like people, a lot of people, they wanted to build a team. For me, I've always like, I look at my team as my team members, my partners. I don't look at them like a lot of team members. They have buyer's agent or listing agent. Those are my partners. Those are the people they, they're me. They're, the, they're Rima. They're, we're all one. It's not like you're working for me. We are in it together. And same thing with any vendors that I work with, like yourself. It's just like, you're not my marketing guy. You are my team. You are part of me. Mm-hmm. And that's how kind of associate myself with everybody's around me. And that's, I think, what's like some people, they just like look at their vendors as kind of like they're working with them. They have mm-hmm. to write them that check at the end of the day. And I never asked you, like, how much do I owe you or how much you're going to charge me? Have I ever asked you that? It's not, it was never a conversation between me mm-hmm. and you because I trust you mm-hmm. and you're my partner. You're my mm-hmm. partner on doing my marketing. Like, we're our partners. We're not, you're not my marketing guy or you work for me. That's, that's mm-hmm. never the case with anyone that I work with. Yeah. So that's, my, that's probably why I built, you know, better relationships with the people that I surround myself with. And I have to be comfortable with whoever I work with. Yeah. I want them kind of like to get me and know me personally, mm-hmm. not just what people see on the outside. Mm-hmm. I want them to see the real me. Yeah. And kind of like people who associate with me, they kind of like, they know when I'm in a bad mood. They know when I'm in a good mood. <laughs> they know when I'm trying to kill someone, <laughs> when I'm yawning and sleeping and tired. <laughs> yeah, but those are the categories that I feel like a lot of people don't get to see because they're not in your office like I am. Like, I do see when you're mad and I do see when you're anxious and I do see when you're stressed and I do see it when you're tired because I point it out. I'm like, Rima, you look tired. And you're like, no, I'm not tired. I'm like, yeah, why are you yawning? You're tired. But I, I feel like those are the things that I feel like it's very important for anybody as far as like if they're kind of pushing their market, um, always push their, your personality um, prior than your business. Your business is always going to be you. Right. You know, um, and that's the one thing that I've always kind of so- associated you with your business. I'm like, yeah. Talk about the market if there's a gap or if there's something serious, but don't always talk about it. Right. Don't always talk about escrow. Don't always talk about this. You know, like as far as like who is going to end up using you as the people that are going to relate to you, people that are going to trust you. The way that you're talking about your vendors is basically your clients. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't aren't realizing that yet as far as like yeah. when it comes to real estate. But this business is still new as far as like with any relationship you want to make clients, vendors, like especially with clients, us in real estate, you have to search hard and dig deep, dig deep in people's in people's life and people's personalities and people's, you know, what they do on every day, day in and day out, like their family, like their occupation, their recreation, what they like, what they don't like. Like we are in a 
relationship business. We're mm-hmm. not in the sales business. In yeah. any like I would anything we do, it's we are in a relationship business and that's how you succeed in life, but really knowing people in a deep deeper level. Yeah, and I feel like it's very important that people actually see your mistakes too rather than your of course your your highlighted of every moment that you have in life um with that being said i i really want you to share uh the first time we went to the marathon and what happened going to the marathon so that they could see that you're not a perfect person that remembers everything and i i know you know do you know what i'm talking about my id your id (laughs) do you kind of kind of want to give that brief story because i always find that hilarious oh that was hilarious yes so the time of the marathon the morning of the marathon i remember you meeting me at my house and i did not take anything with me except my phone and uh my keys my keys i don't think i'd even taken my keys no no, I took every uh, only thing I took is my cell phone. And I remember you saying that bring your ID. Uh-huh. And I said, what do I need my I need my I need my ID for <laughs> for the marathon? It's like, ah, oh. you go like, oh, I remember you. Well, whatever. So Uber picked us up at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, nice Rima did not put her seatbelt on in the back, in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> and we got stopped by the police uh-huh. and he fined us for a ticket and he asked for my ID. And I did not have my ID, of course, <laughs> and that was a bigger problem because I'm not getting my ID. Um, but that wasn't a nice. Uh... And of course, we're in a rush to get to the marathon too. <laughs> we were in a rush. We were late actually yeah, to get to the marathon. Yeah, yeah we're and in a rush. And by the help of God, we we got actually got there. That. Yeah, we yeah. got cleared from the cop because he looked me up by my name. Yeah. He insisted on giving me that ticket that yeah. morning. Yeah, I feel like he was just he was in a bad mood too. As, yeah. As far as like who he was authority figures they understand like you know stuff happens you know the way that he was acting i don't think he's a morning person i don't think he should work that morning shift anymore because he the way that he was you know the way that he approached it i was like come on you like just like we're running marathon remember i told him yeah. i'm running marathon i'm gonna be late and i'm going for a good cause too it's yeah. like oh you should be carrying your id with you yeah like, it's just his attitude it just it wasn't that approachable but yeah. That that's another story within itself, but the, the fact that the way that it happened, I'm like, okay, bring your ID, Rima. Nah, I don't want to bring. I'm like, okay, and then we go and get stopped by a cop. Coincidence uh, or yes, what? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it that's that's one of those things that I I, I will always remember because I yeah. it's just like it happened just like randomly, and it was a bad situation as far as like when it happened because we were in a rush. We were yeah, we were late. You know, we were pretty we were late to begin with, and then we get stopped. Right. And then we're once again. I feel sorry for the Uber driver because, because he got he a got ticket. ticket. He got a ticket. <laughs> well, he didn't get it. He, technically, he got a ticket because he was speeding. speeding. Yeah, so he didn't get a ticket for us. He got a ticket because he was speeding. But I feel like because we were telling him that we were late, that's he why was, he was. He was rushing. Yeah, too. that's why yeah. he was speeding. But I, I feel I feel sorry yeah. for that guy. I hope you gave him a big tip. <laughs> I don't remember that day. Yeah, it was like what two years ago. So <laughs> yeah, that must have been a very expensive. Ticket. Yeah, ticket too, because speeding, like, ooh, yeah, that's, yeah, it's not it's, good. Yeah, so no, no, nobody's perfect. Nobody. <laughs> we all make mistakes. We all mess up. Yeah, it, we're human. We're yeah. human. Like, like I said, people look at people from outside. Oh, they're perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, but those are the things that I feel like people don't see because they're not around you. They see what they they see on social media, um, but they don't really get to actually communicate like one on one. And I know you don't have the time to like talk to the whole world and so that they get to know you, but at least use the platforms like this, mm-hmm. you know, that's the one thing that I, the, or I'm starting to realize that this podcasting is so that I could interview or talk to people that I enjoy talking to in general, or if not, I admire, or I look up to, or I inspire to be one day. And then maybe hopefully there's someone out there listening not wanting to become a realtor but at least understanding like yeah yeah she might have money but it took her the time right and the, there was a process and it wasn't just because of this and this and for me for people who follows me on social media i'm not the type of person to put drama out there yeah and put sad stuff i always like to be positive and put positive stuff happy stuff happy moments happy videos and probably people they see that and it's like she oh she has happy perfect life all the time because they don't see the other part. Mm-hmm. But that's part of me that I don't want to bring that drama or that sadness to 
mm-hmm. people's life. I want them to kind of when they look at my social media, they're always laughing, cheering, and have a smile on their faces and their heart. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping by next year, if the market is better, <laughs> I'm hoping to buy my first house next year. So officially, I haven't said who I'm going to use as an agent. And the, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because your nephew always brings this up. <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell him, because he always tells me, like, I already know who you're going to use. I already know who you're going to use. Everybody says, I already know who you're going to use. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put everyone's name in a hat. Or I'm going to put a wheel of fortune with everybody's name. And I'm just going to put the people that I like the most. And that's it. Because it's always like the conflict of like, oh, we already know who you're going to use. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll get my license and I'll buy it myself. You know? my own home. You know, I'll just go through the process myself. I'll just get a, a TC and then just have her do the paperwork. And, and then just it. like, that's it. That's, that's, I'm <laughs> getting my license to get my own house. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because I, I feel like that's the one topic I get asked a lot when it comes to like when your name is associated with me. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we already know who you're going to use. Like, no, you don't know who. Like, maybe you have a house. Right. That, and, you know, like I already know who they are. So who knows, like if you have a nice house and it's the price that I want, the location that I want, why not? Like you could just be my agent if I trust you though. Like, and if I'm talking to you more than likely that I'm gonna trust you because if I'm not talking to you, then right. it's more than likely that I don't even know you. Uh, and I, I feel like that's the one thing, the benefits that a lot of the agents that do talk to me, they, get, they usually get more from me. The people that just use me just for my business is fine. Um, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Like I don't need to become friends with everybody. But as far as like, when I talk to the people that I that they use or that have used me, I feel like I'm growing with them, and then I'm also using them to grow my business because I'm doing right. the marketing, and then they see it, and then it's almost like win-win situation. Yeah, it's a win-win situation too. But yeah, it's always the the fact I'm like, whoa, you're gonna use Rima and Rima, <laughs> like okay, like everything's Rima now. <laughs> But it's it's fine. Like I, I I get it. Like I'm always at your office and I'm always hanging out with your kids. Right. And you know, like they they just see the association. Like yeah, but she always gives me a lot of business. You know, it's like half of the time I'm they I'm with her because it's because of business. You know. Right. And luckily we get along so we get along really well, and I get along really well with your kids that you'll see me at her house or you'll see me at an event. Right. You know, it's not always just business. Because you've done my daughter's graduation slash engagement engagement. you've done engagement photos the engagement photos and then the bridal shower bridal shower yeah Yeah. so and then of course i know i i said no to the last one sarah wanted me to do her party but she said that the last minute though right yeah so that's the reason why i said no because she invited me so she's like oh come to my party and then last minute, Irvin, I want you to... T-. I'm like, no, you can't do that to me. I was so excited just to go to your house. <laughs> to go to the party. Yeah, I just want to go to the party sometimes, you know. I don't yeah. want to work all the time. But she understood, too. She yeah. she understood. She's like, but yeah, that's the reason why I'm always um, with you or I'm always with your kids because I enjoy the company, you know. Um, well, we enjoy yours, too. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're always at my house. Yeah, so five years from now... <laughs> Whoever's living the next neighbors. door. <laughs> you better buy the house from me then. That's <laughs> gonna be my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, whoever's living next door, it's just you gotta move out already. Just start thinking. You know, Texas looks pretty good now. Start start retiring out there. <laughs> yeah, so well yeah, we'll see what happens, but hopefully next year um I'll purchase my first house and like I said, depending on the market and depending right. on where I'm at financially too. Cause, of course. Because right now I'm doing really well, but no one knows what's gonna happen within a year. So that's my plan as far as like what I want to do. Because I know you asked me that last time we were in the office. Right. So that I, I just never got to answer because someone came in. I forgot who came in, but yeah, we got interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as far as like the to conclude this uh, podcast and thank you so much for actually coming on. Oh, thank Is there you. anything that you would want to just add on as far as like anybody that's that you want to just plug in? Like um, or did you something you want to ask me? that you didn't get to ask or I don't know, like the anything. What's yeah. your what's your goal with your podcast? My goal is uh, to be honest with you, there isn't a definitive goal as of right now. Um, it's more of I wanted to do something different as far as like what I do on a daily mm-hmm. because I do take pictures every day. I do to do videos every day. I edit videos every day. 
but there was nothing that I was doing for myself anymore because everything was for someone else. And knowing how how to shoot a podcast, knowing how to edit a podcast, it just seemed like the easiest way to for me to do something for myself. But then now that I'm, this is what's going to be my fifth podcast, I think. Fifth or sixth, I don't remember. Mm. Now that I'm doing it, I feel that it's more for me to understand myself through other people. Mm-hmm. That I think that's where that's what the podcast is now. It's so that I could grow through having a conversation. You know, like we have conversations in the office, but I feel like it's it's the sometime, more conversations you have. Yeah, and then also it's good for other people to actually hear them too. You know, like this podcast, I I maybe get one hundred views, not a lot of views. I don't care. That's not the point of the podcast. Isn't so I could get views or I could get popular. It's so it's for me, and that's it. That right. my pod, anything that I've done has always just been because I've enjoyed it or because I just wanted to try it. You know, and I and like you, I don't feel comfortable in front of the camera. You know, like you, I feel uncomfortable talking about or even having a uh, any type of conversation in front of a camera because there are times that I do mumble or I forget what I'm going to say and I slow down. And I know I look down. Oh, is that know? normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it's the same. It's the same things. Like I, I just want to get more comfortable being in front of the camera, but also I want to feel comfortable and have people see and kind of like maybe grow where I'm at. You know, like mm-hmm. this is something new for me. You know, and then I, I just want to understand who I am through other people's eyes. You know, awesome. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you for having me. <laughs> and if you guys are interested in following me, Rimarafe1 for my Instagram. And you can find me, Rimarafe, anywhere on my other platforms. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thank you guys again for listening. And uh, hopefully, I don't know who I'm going to have next. So we'll see. All right. <laughs> who tops Rima? All right. <laughs> later. <laughs>